0: It is so well defined so what we have to do it. today. We gotta go to work! We, we
1: gate do- action, here we go. He's back, everyone. Ryan Call is back from Canada, everyone. From yes. the
0: land of caution. The land the of land caution of in of Canada. Not afraid of it was mass central. It was it was safe. It yep. was fun. Um, I went back to
1: Canada a few months ago when Ryan and I were just talking about this, and 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 if you don't know, Canadians are very we love rules. They yeah. Love the rules. And everything is about rules and lining up, and, and that's why the yes, Canada sir. stayed with the British, and the Americans did their own thing. But uh, very I will nice. say this:
0: from being back in Canada. I have a newfound respect for how much I love the six p.m. start. Yeah, for football
1: because one p.m. is one
0: p.m. It was like, a, like I woke up and you know, I took the kid, and then it was like football starting. It's yeah. like I don't really want to have a beer at one p.m. But anymore. Uh, no, no, I actually had friends coming over, so I had to wait till about four. Oh, um, so to watch the games, but it just it just showed me six p.m. is is an absolute beautiful time. Nine p.m. done at midnight. It's a bit tough if you work Mondays, well, but even twelve thirty is not the end of the world. Well, uh, the good thing is we've got a time. It's fantastic. Ton. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. is
1: great. And obviously the only thing I find is difficult is those late games, which are the, like the 1 a.m. for us here. If you, you want to watch an 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock game, they're very late here.
0: Got to watch a basketball game live, which is great. Oh, nice. I'm never, not live, uh, I mean just on TV. Live, okay. Which is something I'll never do over here because no, I started like, one. Wow. Basketball and hockey is so, something. Yeah, it was you, nice.
1: It was really fun. Uh, it's very expensive in Canada, as people don't know, but uh, very fun. The good thing is, folks, everyone, just you know, there is a time change. So you know, the clocks Ooh, change on Saturday. So the games nice. are at 5 o'clock, 8.30, and uh, 12.30. So it's an earlier Sunday for everyone. We've got the difference. They don't change the clocks in America. So make sure you know the games are on at 5 o'clock, everyone. The clocks change this weekend. 5 p.m. is a start. I love this weekend. It's It's fun. We have that week of separation between us and North America. Always a good time. Uh, and we'll go through some of the NFL news right now. J.J. Uh, Watt. Hey, J.J. Watt, you're injured. Yeah, Shoulders. Shocking. He can't He can't carry the team, apparently, anymore. J.J. Watt is out uh, for I, his career. I, I, well, <laughs> he, he might be, to be honest be.
0: with you, because it's, this is, like, what? It's got to be his, like, third season-ending injury in about five years. Yeah. And even the other, the other years he wasn't dominant. And I think there's a lot of teams that are just, like, me included with the Bills, who wanted them to sign J.J. Watt. you're just yeah. like, woo. Thank God, because this is what I think everyone was afraid of what was going to happen. You give him $15 million a year, yeah. when on the other side of the ball, you got Chandler Jones, who's more dominant, and he wants the raise. So it's a, yeah. it, it's a bad situation, because Arizona really needed this, and I think, and we'll get into the game uh, last night, but it, yeah. it it just shows that they have weaknesses, and when Kyler's not... A, cooking on all cylinders like yeah. even with the, t- like we'll talk Rogers Rodgers with no receivers was still able to pull off the win it just showed that and especially coming up against Tom, teams like Tom Brady you need that pass rush especially because yeah. he's so good and it's the only way you can beat him to lose a guy like JJ Watt who at least gets attention that opens it up for Chandler Jones is now going to make it harder for Chandler Jones
1: yeah, I mean, it's like anytime you lose big parts of a D like that, it's always going to be a big instrument, you know. And he's a leader.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's got to come into play in the, in the locker room, the, you know.
1: The so. good thing is the Cardinals have a great defense all around, uh, you know, and Packers needed to step up their defense last night, uh, obviously, which they did near the end. Um but, you know... It's Shall we like, just do the game? We well, might well, we're we, already we, talking about it. Well, we'll talk in. It. We, we'll, let's jump into that game then, quick. We talked about the Green Bay Packers outlasting the Arizona Cardinals 24-21. It was the Aaron Rodgers show. A.J. Green screwed it up in the end. Packers screwed up the, the ending. Uh, they get penalized. The ball goes back to Arizona. Arizona has a chance to win it. And A.J. Green and Kyler Murray not on the same page. Um,
0: um, yeah, it was an ugly, ugly pass to end it. Uh, but... You got to give Green Bay. I'm giving Green Bay credit. I know you. You are always hesitant to give Green Bay credit, but to go out there and beat the undefeated team. Um, I think it was it was in Arizona. In Arizona. It in, Arizona yeah. in Arizona, with absolutely no receivers. You saw it from from what, what what I watched was it was a lot of just they were just running it like yeah. like they had Geno Smith back there. They were yeah. just like hand off, hand off, hand off, and it was working. They yeah. were able to move it. Which shows again with Arizona with JJ Watt out. Yeah. JJ Watt's good against the run. Yeah. And it just shows that the Packers, after that week one loss, have now won, what, seven straight? Yeah. Six straight? Six straight. Um, And they're looking great. And just, and Aaron Rodgers, like 8 0 without Devontae Adams, it just shows 7-0. that, whatever, it just yeah. shows undefeated. I'll yeah, say. he's undefeated. Uh, just shows that he's the guy who just like, put him on his back and he will will you to a victory. And that's what you need with your quarterback. You do. And Kyler didn't pull it off. Without a, a Hal Murray, he had to pull it off his own way, and he didn't do it.
1: Yeah, no, they stuffed themselves, and it, it's not that I hate on the Packers, they're dicks. But here's the thing about <laughs> it: um, my own thing is Aaron Rodgers, and obviously this is his swan song year. He's leaving, and when you talk to Packers fans, go, what does it make you feel like that next year he'll be wearing probably black and black and gold? And um, so he's partying and getting out. The only thing with the Packers is they're not as good as they used to be. Six games, they haven't they haven't covered the spread. They've lost the game. Well, against the-
0: they, they covered it against Washington, last week because I picked that.
1: They covered it against Washington, mm-hmm. but the other six, they haven't. And, and when you look at it, we talked about the Washington game. You and I talked about it. Washington won that game. When you look at the stats, Washington won it. They got stopped six times within the 23-yard line. The 17, the 21, well, the 1, is- the 3. So my own thing with that is when you look at a team like the Bucks, when you look at a team like the Bills, when you look at teams that are well-balanced... Green Bay's not well balanced. I don't they know. Got Aaron I
0: I I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the which, defense is looking better. It's looked really good the last couple of weeks. They were they were thirty second. No, but that's it. Ago. They're getting better. They got Bakhtieri back, There's, which showed because they were able to run it all over the place on Arizona without receiving. I don't know. I think they're a better team than people are giving be lo- credit for.
1: They were losing it, the it, they were was, losing to Detroit and they barely covered well, against Chicago. And this is a team that last year was, was beating people by like six, six you know, easily by ten points. So, when I start looking at the good teams, I'm just saying, Aaron Rodgers is great. Aaron Rodgers is phenomenal. He's playing some of the best football of his life right now. Wow. But in terms of the Packers, no. And But when you look at the Bucs, the way the Bucks are playing, to me... They're the best. They're playing like the best. I'm players. not
0: saying that, that, but I'm saying give Packers some credit. I give them credit,
1: but I don't have to. I'm bear. <laughs> uh, uh, the truth uh, shall set you free. Oh, the, the truth is fuck them. Uh, let's go <laughs> through. Uh, let's talk about another big news because we talk about Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson, you know, this is something a lot of people are now getting pissed off. They're like, who's going to pay the play for what's going to happen? Pretty much, Goodell has said, you, you're good to go. Well, it's because
0: they don't have any information, so I guess they can't really stop him because they're still waiting for, I guess, the police information. That police information can't become any public until they're done. So I think if you're a team like Miami, if you're willing to trade three firsts and with your fingers crossed hoping nothing happens to him, like he's going to get suspended. He's getting six games minimum. For this, no matter what. That's what happened to Roethlisberger. It's They've to said L-. no, though. Nothing no, no, no. Well. But what I'm saying, he's saying... He's not saying he's not in trouble. What he's saying is we don't have enough information to stop him from playing right now. Once we get that information, he will be suspended in the future. Might not be this year. We don't... They, I, so they don't
1: know. They don't know what they're going to suspend him. The problem is, is that we say... You got 20, oh, he's getting suspended. He's got 22 <laughs> cases against him. If he's innocent, if he never gets charged for any one of those... It doesn't not, matter.
0: You don't have to get charged. Ben Roethlisberger didn't get charged. Yeah, and he had a complaint against him, it got withdrawn. He's still got six games. Ezekiel Elliott got six games. Dinga it's it's it, i I think he's he's getting suspended.
1: I will have to see You have to see he's because it sus- comes down to those things. If you made the and difference, the reason
0: he's getting suspended is you know that no, but the, no trade is happening. The
1: difference with those guys, they paid out. They paid out people. He hasn't paid anyone. It doesn't matter. It
0: doesn't mean you're still it's not a, getting it's suspended. A, it's, you it's, brought shame upon If you the pay shield. someone,
1: you admitted you did something
0: wrong. Listen, all I'm saying is all the people that in the past that have been accused of this, didn't get charged, still got suspended. Almost all of them, I would say, if you look past and the past. I
1: think that there's obviously, look, there's a chance the league is going to step in and do something. Uh, but also, when you look at the hypocrisy of it, when you go, uh we looked at the emails, Gruden's the only bad one, uh, you're all good. Well, you yeah, should have gone, oh, well, come on. Yeah, so that was When weird. you start looking at it, I think it's going to be difficult. I mean, obviously throwing Watson. And the big interesting for me on this is Tua basically going,
0: hello, hello, mm-hmm. hey, I don't he feel really, love hit anymore. A really, hit a really good game last week. Exactly. He, had he had been okay. really good the last two, three, four touchdowns. Pretty well he the last one two six. games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, but he missed like four of those guys. What I'm saying is, the reason no one's traded for him is because they still don't know what's going to happen. And you, no one wants to give up three first-round picks, and then the police charge you, and then you're double-screwed because you've absolutely obliterated your franchise for the next five years, and you're which and you, you've already been in hell. So I think there's still... If Miami does it, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. It's a gamble, but they're saying it's a And I don't know if they're going to do it. I just don't know. I think people are just going to be like, listen, if you're Miami, you're one and you know, you're screwed anyway. And the thing is, you don't even have your first-round pick next year which would have been like a top five pick so they don't even really so if you're houston you're not even getting miami's good pick so why would you trade them to miami if i'm houston i'm one in six i just hold them yeah the end of the year Wait to see what happens. Then you just get rid of them. I don't see any point in trading them right now. Uh,
1: well, they're going to have to trade them because that's, the owner hates them. Well, all these reports have cares. just come out of the...
0: No, but the <laughs> reports have come out of
1: it's, it's a highly toxic environment. And the whole thing is, Deshaun, the reason that these charges were falsified anyway was because he said he wanted to leave. So to me, it's just like you got to get him out of here. According to the insiders, are saying Schefter and those guys, the deal will be done by Monday. Apparently, they're going to say that. Now, in terms of him, as you say, starting, I don't, I can't see that happening. But what happens with Tua no, in no, terms wait. of this? Well, he, well it, I can't see him starting this year. I couldn't see him starting this year what? personally. Um, but you know, it's you can't, as you say. They're gonna, yeah. You get moved to Miami, and then suddenly, the Goodell and the NFL is gonna go, yeah. But we don't know what's happening. You're yeah, your cases. Still well, so that's a mean. That's We're up it's... in the air until this happens because until the courts decide, hey, we're gonna toss these charges out or whatever, we don't really know what to do. And
0: then there's the NFL investigation, which will happen after that.
1: When, and then you also, so let's talk about the Texans because Brandon Cooks, they just traded Mark Ingram to the Saints. And Brandon Cook, come
0: on! Well, I, mean, come on! I think that must more be just like he's a buddy because Brandon like Mark Ingram's kind of on the He last, played for the Saints before, right? Yeah, no, but he's on the last. He had a couple of good years in Baltimore, yeah. but he's kind of on the end of his career anyway. I think trading him is. Not that big a deal. No. Like if you, if Houston, That seems to me that they were buddies and yeah. he's on this shitty team and it was the only yeah. friend he was just like, oh man. Like when, yeah. Ka- like when the Raptors traded DeMar DeRozan and, and Kyle Iver was like, what the fuck? You traded yeah. my best friend. And yeah, exactly. Breaking up the
1: best friend. Um,
0: again, that's why I think if Houston's smart, I think, well, first of all, I think they're going to trade Brandon Cooks. Yeah, well, the they God, you would want to trade because Brandon Because Brandon Cooks is the least valuable. Like, trade him to someone like Kansas City who really wants to take him. He's the only guy making it- could get him, Kenna- a receiver opposite like Brandon Cooks yeah. opposite Tyreek Hill maybe this can start picking it up again.
1: Well, he's actually got to throw passes at connect first.
0: Yeah, uh, we're going to go through our Week Eight predictions,
1: going through all the scores. And folks, if you want to join us every week, uh, Sports Bar and Grill Old Street is uh, showing all the NFL games this Sunday Funday, as well as uh, Sports Bar and Grill Clapham, Clapham open at eleven PM. Sports Bar and Grill Old Street open at twelve thirty. The Princess Alex and Crouchon... Is open until 12.30 a.m. And again, folks, the games start at 5 p.m. 5 p.m., week 8. Let's go through our first 5 p.m. game. We might as well talk about my game and then your game. We're talking the 49ers against the Chicago Bears. 49ers are favored by four points, and why? Why are they favored? They've hardly beaten anyone. In fact, they're 2-4, Chicago's 3-4, yet the 49ers are favored after losing to the Colts last weekend. Jimmy G is back. Uh, It's in Chicago, which means it's going to be cold. And you, you know look the Bears got absolutely smoked by Tom Brady but to think that to give the 49ers four point spread to me seems a bit kind of ridiculous wow. after that I
0: don't know if you've heard but it's because Kyle Shanahan's a genius oh. I don't know if you heard his you know his, that I saw it on TikTok you, you know that guy who has a sub 500 career mm. record as a coach but somehow gets the benefit of the doubt that everything he touches is gold. Yeah. But he somehow still can't ever get a winning season together. And his team's playing terribly now. He traded for Jimmy G. It's not like he inherited Jimmy G and he's been like, I haven't been able to get my guy. And now he's traded for Trey Lance. He's injured. And he won't go back to him. So now you're like sitting there like, is there something with Trey Lance? Is this not going to be? like They should have just started Trey Lance at the beginning of the season. No, just go I, on with it, like actually, well, maybe no. we'll get that into with your yeah. game. With Justin Fields on the other side, he's yeah. looking, he's having like literally one of the worst first seasons. Him and yes. Zach it's Logan almost as having... if he
1: was pulled out of the oven too quickly.
0: No, well, I'll yeah, we'll go through. Well, well let's we'll, go to some of no, Well, that's what we we're talking about yeah, the Bears Niners. So it's yeah, actually a perfect yeah. uh, sure. game to talk about. So I just think. It's again. He said yes. He's had injuries. but He's always had injuries, and I don't know why that is. It's it's weird that you're always handcuffed by injuries. Jimmy G. Like, Brandon Ayuk hasn't been able to do anything. No. They Even Elijah Mitchell running, they've been fine. They're going to be able to get the running game going. But I didn't realize Kyle Shannon was a running genius because everyone told me he was a passing genius. Oh, and I'm genius. not seeing any of this creativity that you see with the other teams. It's just you know, Fred Kittle or, or George, George Kittle's always injured. It, it just Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know why it's for I think the reason it's for is because of how bad Justin Fields has been.
1: It could be. Or or Hicks. They're saying Hicks is probably going to be out. But Fields, look, when it comes to Fields, and I said this at the start of the season, when everyone's like, I was the one going, keep Andy, let Andy Dalton start, maybe bring him in week eight, week nine, see how he is. And we, he was rushed. You look at him. Deer in the headlights. You have to, yeah. Gonna, when you have a bad offensive line, you're going to be like, Oh, it's like giving your kid when he's sixteen, giving him the keys to a car and going. It's not insured, and the bumper's going to fall off. But good luck.
0: Well, I think losing Montgomery really hurt, and that, that can't be understood. His offensive line has been bad. Don't get me wrong, but Montgomery is really good. Montgomery gives like no one's afraid of their run game. No one's afraid of Damian Williams or Herbert's or not or, enough
1: of a, of a of a
0: fear. But that's what I mean. But so the Niners are really going to be able to just come. Uh, they're not going to be afraid of what Alan Robinson. I think he's going to leave because I think he's seen his numbers drop so badly. Yeah, they should have traded. They should have traded him away. again. So this is where if you're the Bears now, you already got. I think you get two first rounders next year because of a trade, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, possibly, I don't really remember. Um, but you've got to start maybe like, if you're not if you lose this, you got to start thinking about moving pieces before the end of the, of the deadline because you can get something for Alan Robinson if you don't think he's coming back. But I think just the Niners with their defense and Justin Fields being as bad as he is, and I think the pressure of the Niners, and I think Kyle Shannon's maybe feeling a bit of this heat yeah. now. him now. Like he's got a little bit of worry on him. So I'm going to go with the Niners to win this. I'm going to go with them to cover, win by touchdown. I think Jimmy G's had moments where he actually looked good this year. I think this is an opportunity for him to finally just have a good game, this has to work. So I'm going to go with the hope. I'm going to trust the genius. God, I'm going to trust the genius. I'm going to go just with a, a six point win. I'm going to go San Francisco, 27, 21. Well, so I didn't know why I've given you twenty-one. Surprise, to you.
1: surprise, surprise! I'm actually gonna go with the Bears in this one, only because Jimmy G has had more turnovers than touchdowns. He's still crap. The running game—they can't get together. They can't spread the ball around. They can't even get the ball to anyone. And you talk about like when you when you look at fantasy and you think, oh, I'm taking—I've got San Francisco's wide receivers or San Francisco's running backs. Who the hell are those guys? And what do you get? So I got the Bears to win this one. I think the Bears are gonna win twenty-one to eighteen. Oh man, it's gonna be a field goal. Sucky defensive game. But uh, I've got a Bears win and Ryan has 49ers. Moving on to his game. It's the Battle of the AFC East. You can watch this game at the Sports Bar and Grill as well. Buffalo Bills coming off a bye. And that's, that's, that's a good thing. Uh, and they're facing the Miami Dolphins who still have not had a bye week even though they played in London. Uh, they still keep trucking on. Uh, as we said, we don't that know... That is very d-
0: strange. I thought you always get the bye week the, after
1: they didn't get the bye and they continued to play and you sort of go, "Jeez, wouldn't you be exhausted? Now, it would be worse, I think, if they were a West Coast team,
0: but when you're an East Coast team... I think it still matters. I think you should get the bye I mean, automatically after the London game, but... I'm not feeling sorry for Miami. I actually think this is gonna be closer than the fourteen. I don't okay. think I think Buffalo, first of all, Josh Allen has absolutely owned Miami. There's yeah. no if and or buts. He just has dominated them. And I think coming off of the last time the Bills lost on the Hale Murray last yeah. year, the real they didn't lose again until the AFC Championship. Again, this week, that, this year, coming off a Josh Allen slip on the fourth down, which ended their chance to win. Now, it's the exact same situation. They had a bye. They can stew on that. They can use it. And now they're going to come out. I think they're going to be angry. Yeah. But I think Tua's been playing better. So I think Tua is going to... He got absolutely killed against Buffalo. Yeah. It's in Buffalo. It's in Buffalo. Uh, but I am going to say that they're going to keep it... Close. I'm going to go just covering okay. uh, 33-20, Bills.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the Bills are coming out for bye... Uh, you've got Tua, who's pretty much crying, going, "What's oh, gonna happen? What are you guys doing to me?" Miles Gaskin, who's who's playing well, but struggles under that offensive line. Mike Geseki, he seems to be the, the the golden nugget for the Miami Dolphins. However, I man, Buffalo, I think after the bye week and the and the turmoil that Miami's going through with this whole Deshaun Watson thing, I think Buffalo is gonna absolutely kick the crap out of them. I don't even see this being close. I got 34-18, but I think Buffalo is gonna open it up. And then just keep pushing it down Miami's throat.
0: But maybe there's something to the point of that if Tua knows he thinks he's getting traded, that he can just loosen up and just have a, go out there and have fun. He doesn't have to worry about his. Yeah. Like, this is almost like an audition part where he knows, like, everyone's already turned on me. And its sometimes you go out there and just let it rip, who cares? It's like when
1: you quit your job, and then you actually are really good at it, because you're like, you're just like I gave my notice, and I'm like, I don't care anymore. The fact is they'll
0: show you what you're missing, yeah. and maybe he wants that, because he's also auditioning for other teams wanting to trade yeah. for him, because if they get, they're going to have to move him. God knows what they're going to get in return for him, so he needs to have a couple good games. So I, th- I just think, I think they've been playing a bit better, but they're still not a good team.
1: I, I, I can see what you're saying about him auditioning. I just think when you've got a young man like this, it'd be one thing if you're over your 30s, but I'm just saying young men like under 23, 24. I don't think they have the capacity, and I I think he's just gonna. I think he's gonna. He hasn't been beaten
0: it. down by life enough. Uh, you don't have, he doesn't have <laughs>
1: the ability to pivot in life. So the scars. Uh, speaking of pivoting in life, here is two teams that really need to pivot: Carolina Panthers visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta favored by three a 46 and a half point over under. Again, five points. Uh, divisional match, these guys, eh, Carolina, Atlanta, both of them have just been sucking turds. Realistically, Carolina started good. No Christian McCaffrey, obviously going to be a, a hamper in your basket. Uh, but also Atlanta Falcons, you know, Davis has been disappointing. Cordell Patterson, they've used. He's but, been amazing, but, but again, their offensive line uh, is so bad. He's the Cordell
0: Stewart. Uh, Cordell, Cordell, Cordell. Yeah. I'll tell you this: I don't know if you realize, but ever since I I've said I would never vote for Atlanta again, they've not lost. Well, they're three they're, and three. They're so, undefeated yeah. since yeah. I've written them off. So, okay. um, I I think the biggest drop is just what happened to Sam Darnold. He, the first three games, they were three zero. Yeah. He was coming out on fire, like rushing rushing touchdown leader. And he has just been abysmal the last few weeks. Just absolutely fallen back to the Sam Darnold of the Jets. He he's completely looks lost out there again. And it, it's now uh, with Carolina, who's on—they've they already guaranteed his contract for next year, so of stuck with this guy. So it's like even if they trade Deshaun for Deshaun, they then what? They got like fifty million on their quarterback books. Yeah, because they basically signed the fifty-year deal, which is like almost twenty million. So. They really need him to step it up. But I, I I, think Atlanta and Pitts and how good he's looked the last couple of weeks were finally, and my fantasy team is finally starting to reap the there benefits of, all, of Pitts. It's all really about that. It's all he's, looked, he's looked awesome. Cal-, Cal really has been the real surprise, I think, uh, but other than how good Cordell been. But I'm going back on the Falcons' oh, wagon. Wow, the Senate, I just can't bet on Darnold. He's looked that bad until Christian McCaffrey's back. When he's uh. back, then maybe I'll give him a chance. But I think the pitch show continues. He's, he's feeling himself. Matt Ryan has a bit more confidence in him, especially those one-handed catches. He feels like he can just throw it up for contested ones. So I'm going to go Falcons to win uh, 27-23. Just covering.
1: I uh, Look, Sam Darnold played really well. I think the big problem Carolina is that offensive line. Like any team, their offensive line fell apart. And when you look at the game against Minnesota last week, they had nine drops. Nine <laughs> drops, including two in the end zone. So you sort of go, oh, come on, guys. You can't have that. The big difference for me, though, is Carolina's got a new player starting against Stefan Gilmore. And that's going to be the big difference. He back? he's back. He's so back. So I think you've got him now. You've got him. New team. New energy. New play. And, you know, he's going to be covering pretty much, I think, Ridley. Uh, so when it comes down to it. It's more I, pits. More uh, pits, I, I think this is the get-right game for Carolina. I have an upset here. So I've got Carolina actually winning this one 24-20. And a bit of an upset. It's the AFC North, in a game that would have been good before, but this one has just got stink all over it. 3-3, three and three, Pittsburgh Steelers. 4-3, and three, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are broken, broken, broken. Um, but they still have a not-bad O-line and a defense that keeps them in games. Pittsburgh, Big Ben. He's a big puff machine who can't throw the ball anymore. It's... Uh, It's like watching somebody sort of slowly die of Lyme disease. He's like a
0: couple years from being, remember uh, those pictures of James Lorenzen, the uh, 300-pound quarterback Uh, that played in the Arena League? Yeah. He just looked like an offensive lineman. That's what Ben's a couple years. But Cleveland now, I assume Baker's out still. Yes, he's still still in here. So, again, you have Case Case Keenum. He's okay. Listen, um, I think, though, I just can't pick Cleveland. I think Chubb's going to be back. Yeah. Um, but it was a DeForest something. I can't remember. Johnson, DeForest Johnson, Johnson something like yeah. that last <clears throat> week. Came in, great game. Just shows he's like the Cleveland's mm-hmm. got such a good offensive line. Anyone can come in. Just That's their own line, yeah. So I think, but they're going up against a better Pittsburgh defense. This is an opportunistic defense, and they're going to be able to come at Kaske, and they're not going to be afraid of him. They're going to blitz him. They're going to really make it hard for him because Odell's been, such a disappointment this year. Yeah. He just—he just looks like it's over for him. Like he, looks he like needs to be traded. Give him yeah, but I don't even know. Like he can Even though he's been missed a couple times by Baker, but I think this is—it's going to be an ugly ending to the to the Odell Cleveland relationship. And and you have all these questions about Baker now. It's gonna—they're gonna give him one more year, but there's no way they're giving him a contract extension no. from the year he's had. So I think this is a Pittsburgh. I'm going to bet that. I don't think I would bet this one. I think they're going to be able to run. Um, Harris has been awesome. Najee Harris. Uh, they're coming off a bye, I think, so they've had a little bit extra time to work for Cleveland. So I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on the upset, I guess. 24 uh, 20.
1: I I just think that Cleveland offensive line is too strong, and that Cleveland defense is very strong. So I've got Cleveland to win this one at home. <clears throat> Big Ben, I think, is going to really struggle here again against that defense. He's just—he's just too old. And having Chubb back—he's
0: heard it though before, Wade. He's, he's heard it come before.
1: Back. Big old bloated Ben. I see him losing this one. I've got Cleveland to win this one. Twenty-six. You know,
0: you know, Ben's like a couple games where he has his big sulky press conference. He's like, "Well, maybe we're shit. Yeah. maybe maybe. I, maybe I should quit. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to eat all your all your sweets. Well, why don't you? Uh, if you like him so much, why don't yeah. you? Uh, why don't you go. Why don't, why don't you, why don't you, go go you marry him? Don't you marry
1: him? <laughs> yeah, I got them 26-18. Uh, Hey, how about this? Jamar Chase and (laughs) Joe Burrow. Ripping it, ripping it, ripping it. Probably some These guys are playing great football and they are playoff bound. Favored by ten and a half points over Zach... Oh no, it's, White, it's Mike White. It's
0: Joe Flacco probably. Actually, Joe Flacco got traded. No, the I Jets. think it's <laughs> going to be Mike White. <clears throat> I can't <throat> believe they traded for Joe Flacco. They gave up a sixth. Yeah. A sixth round for Joe Flacco. I wouldn't give up anything. Super Bowl winner, winner. And, and, Joe Flacco. And it's like, what do you think you're going to do with that trade? It's like, do you think you're going to bring in Joe Flacco? He's going to get you a couple wins? He's not. You're going to be the same record you are with Mike White, except now you don't have a six-round pick.
1: Super Bowl um, winning, six foot eight, Joe Flacco. Terrible, um, Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. Uh, tough loss. They've had a couple of tough losses. Are five and two, but the New York Jets are one and five. Uh, Jets taking one of the most humiliating beatdowns from Ugh. Bill Belichick in history last week, as the uh, Patriots did well. It's just it's just ten and, bad. and a half points favored for the Bengals in this one.
0: First of all, I'm betting everything on this, right? Yeah, ten and a half. Against Mike White and yeah. the Jets, this team that has absolutely nothing going for it—they're completely lost. Like Robert, like Robert Stallone is supposed to be the defensive genius. Again, they came in. Um, this is the problem when if you're going to get a young quarterback, you first of all you gave him no one to like mentor him, mm-hmm. like. The Bills had that problem with Josh Allen and then they eventually said we're bringing in Derek Anderson. Just this yeah. guy who could just say, even though we're never going to hope he has have to play one game but yeah. hopefully we never have to play him. But he can just sit there on the sidelines with him and be like, dude, chill out yeah. after the pick. They didn't do that. They're like, oh no, we'll play with Mike White. This is just yeah. terrible head GMing and head coaching. This is awful. Like, And then you got Cincinnati on the other end, who's just looked awesome. I I didn't think they were going to be this good. I picked up Joe Burrow off our in our league off the waiver yeah. wire two weeks ago, oh, which did you? feels like the steal of the set. Someone dropped yeah. him, Andre, and I picked him up. So I was loving that because I had Russ Wilson out, yeah. So Joe Burrow's in, but to me and Jamar Chase has just been the story of the NFL, yeah. especially in the preseason with all the drops. He's on pace to just shatter all records. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's looked awesome. It's Joe Burrow is so much fun to watch. He's got the cocky Brett Favre attitude. I think they're just going to lay a beat down. They're feeling themselves. They laid an absolute beating on Baltimore, which yeah. I think shocked everyone. I, I was shocked that Lamar couldn't do anything and didn't have any answers. This is a t- fun team to watch, and I like when Cincinnati's good. Yeah, I'm liking this... R- 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 Rejuvenation of all the bad teams over the years coming exactly. back. Exactly, the, the bad
1: logos are coming back.
0: I like the Bengals helmets. Everyone hates them, but I love the Bengals uniforms. So I'm going with the Bengals on a beatdown, uh, 33 to seven to ten. I'm not even gonna give them 17. Not Mike White.
1: Uh, yeah, I got a beatdown. I'm a big fan of the Bengals as well. The old Boomer, I remember watching them yeah. back in the day. Uh, but I like Cincinnati, even though the town of Cincinnati, the city of Cincinnati, kind of sucks. But this team, I like. Um, <clears throat> I got the Cincinnati Bengals to roll over. I've got it. Uh, 30 to 13, and that's given the Jets 13, which I think is too much. But we'll see. Moving on to the next game. Oh, the Tennessee Titans have fallen. Now, this game, the two teams, it's the AFC matchup between the Titans and the Colts. Colts are favored by two and a half. Tennessee can beat the crap out of someone and then lose to someone garbage. Carson Wentz is playing good. The Colts have a great D and their offensive line, which now seem to be getting healthier. Jonathan Taylor is running all over the place. Derrick Henry setting records. But what the heck do we expect in this game with the Colts fared by two and a half? This is going to be an exciting game.
0: It is going to be, because Tennessee, first of all, has just had two absolutely fantastic back-to-back games. Again, but this is where you come. You have a team, and then you have a team in Indianapolis. Carson Wentz is playing better. He did throw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life in the rain, where he tried to shovel pass it right to the guy. Um, but that, but they are looking better. Jonathan Taylor is looking better. That defense is looking better. These guys always play each other hard. Um, it just kind of really. But like if T Y Hilton was playing, I think I would go with Indianapolis. But I think just the way Henry's been playing, he is absolutely. He should be the MVP of the season so far. Yeah. I think no one has put a team and just carried him like Derrick Henry. Last did. week he had a <laughs> bit of a drop, but still, but not still, bad. but yeah. twenty nine carries like that. What that does? It's twenty nine times Derrick Henry that had to be tackled. Right. Yeah. That is put a beating on your defensive players who literally just sleep in ice baths probably after playing him. Yeah. Um, they're just looking better. I think they're feeling I'm gonna go with the Titans to win in a very close one though. Uh, my favorite score, 27-24 Titans. But I could see Indy winning. I think this is a pick.
1: Uh, I I actually have Indy winning. Only because of the momentum they've got going on right now. And it's it's an offensive line, it's a defensive line, which you're playing great. They keep them in games. They keep the game solid and allow Carson Wentz to. Riddle his way around. Uh, Donovan Taylor, I think, would be a big one. Running game should be big in this one as well. Uh, But in terms of upsets, yeah, I I think the Colts can actually pull this one off here. I've got them to win 28-25. Covering the three points, this line did start at one, and now it's dropped, or it jumped up to two and a half. Uh, Ugliness, all in this one, as an eagle and a lion, which... Probably in the Bible somewhere, I, I don't know. <laughs> but the Philadelphia Eagles and Detroit Lions are not in the Bible. Although I haven't read it, I can't be sure. I'm, but I'm pretty sure they're not. Philadelphia Eagles favored by three and a half in this one uh, over Detroit. And Jared Goff who uh put out
0: a lead. They were in the they were winning last week against the Rams with their little trickity-trickity. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I you gotta give Dan Campbell oh, a yeah. bit of credit. He's kinda of fun where he's just like, listen, we're gonna be shit, but I am no one's gonna go for it more than me. Yeah. I'm gonna just be like the wild the wild. The best 0 7 coach there is. Yeah, you know what? Um he's he's a little weird and uh he's a little insane, a bit of a psychopath. But I I actually think Detroit's going to win this game. I think they're going to pull off their first victory of the season. I think just Jalen Hurts is just so up and down. I think, you know, they lost Miles Sanders um, to an injury. I don't know if he'll be back. I don't think so. He's not going to be They don't really seem to have any weapons. Just traded Zach Hurts, so they lost one of them. Um, Their defense hasn't looked great. But Detroit, I think they play for Dan Campbell. I think yeah. they fight for him, and they want to get him that win at home. And I think it's going to be, they're going to pour the Gatorade on him today. It's going to be like they won The fireworks are going to go okay. off in Detroit. It's going to be a fantastic day. And Jared Goff's going to have his best game of the year. I'm going to go with Detroit to win 24-17. Uh, to 17.
1: I do not have faith in Detroit. <laughs> I think this is the one where the, it's a get-right game for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts uh, has been able to put some stuff together, but not really fully getting it. And, you know, for him, for with a lot of the their, their, the passing game that they've got, trying to get the running game uh, going, Sanders is out, but they still have nothing in the running game going. Uh, I like him to spread the ball and use his legs in this one. The problem is also Detroit, they use their special tricks. I think it's an emotional loss for them. I think that they threw everything they had. Well, because they
0: wanted them to beat Stafford, <laughs> yeah. and they wanted God to beat his
1: team. to just get that taken out of you. Whereas Philadelphia has had some close games that they could have won, and they should have won. So I think they're going to get this one. I think they're going to beat the crap out of them, actually. I've got it 30-23. to 23. The only way I can see Detroit scoring is that running game. Uh, the passing game is garbage. But the running game actually keeps them in games. Speaking of the Rams, they are visiting Houston. That's right, Houston. David Mills. Texans are favored. Oh, go. No, that's wrong. The Rams are favored by 14 and a half points in a five o'clock game. Tyrod could play,
0: I heard. He might <clears> yeah, the Tyrod Taylor. Does.
1: It would be nice. It would change the, I would actually bet on Houston to it cover. It feels
0: like, yeah, it feels like it's still David Mills. Like yeah, but if Tyrod
1: does come back, there's a chance to have it. Um, 14 points in this one. I actually, no matter what, I actually do, I'm going to tell you right off. I think the Houston Texans will cover this one. Big emotional game, I think, for them. If they have Tyrod Taylor, obviously Brandon Cooks. Ingram who just got traded. Um, but, I mean, you know, I think there's emotional. I think that the Chargers, you know, they they started off slow last week, finally put it together. Um, but the Texans are, you know, you just sort of look ahead to next week. This is, uh, you beat them and you're already looking at your phone going, who do we play next week? Yeah, uh, so I actually have the Rams to win thirty three to twenty covering and Texas no covered. not covering. Okay, yeah. Texas
0: I, to cover. I had points. a close score. I, well I didn't have a close score. I saw them. I think they will cover. I just think Houston is just again, you're trading it just again, the trade of Mark Ingram, like these are just deflating things I think. They like, where they know it's like everyone in the front office is given up. The Deshaun stuff in the background, it's like just no, is anyone safe for their jobs? It's just yeah. so much chaos in Houston right now. Do people want to play on this team? And I just think the Rams—the fact that they're in a dome coming—if they were playing, maybe playing on grass—I just think this is set up for the Rams to win very easily. The D hasn't been great. The Rams—it's been a, quite a bit of a disappointment considering how good some yeah. of the players are. But I think it's going to be an easy Rams win. I just wish they could run it better. But 33 to 13—I think it's going to be a beatdown.
1: Yeah, the run game is one thing they will have to establish, but they still, you know, they still continue chunking on. They're still one of the best teams in football. Um, I've got them to win that one. Now <clears throat> we've got another one, retribution game possibly. Well, not this one. We'll start with Jacksonville and Seattle. In which game? Hey, who wants to see
0: Gino? Who wants to see Gino and Trevor? Um, well, the thing is, I watched the Gino. Um, the Monday night game live yeah. Gino Winston battle. And that was one of the worst football games I've ever that seen in my life. It was This will be stinking. And I just think Seattle's just a bad, bad football team. I don't think they mm-hmm. have a lot of good players. Um Gino can't move the ball. They just hand it. It was just it was like you were watching like a Canadian high school football team. Yeah. It was just handoff, handoff, hand off. Give hand it yeah. Handoff punt. No team wanted to, to, to even throw it, it felt yeah. like. Uh, and I think I'm gonna go with Jacksonville with the win. I think they're gonna be able to pull off an upset here, even though they're on the road. I think Trevor Lawrence is playing better. Mm-hmm. He's using his feet. He's getting out there. They do I lose Chark, but he hasn't really been that dominant. Um, so I'm going to go with Jacksonville to pull off the upset here. Uh, bit of a low-scoring game, 24-21. Uh,
1: yeah, I still... I As bad as Seattle is, and you're right, they're bad. I still think Jacksonville's worse.
0: Yeah, they are, probably. And, and, the, but, only,
1: and the, only, the only thing that Seattle actually is good against is stopping the run, and that's the only thing really... The Jacksonville has is James Robinson. So I sort of see them knocking out each other. When it comes down to it, it's Seattle at home. It's Trevor Lawrence facing a very tough and wet stadium. And I don't think he'll have it all. And I think when it comes down to it, it's Pete Carroll. It's clock management. I got Seattle to win this one. Uh, 20-16, to it's not going to be a good game. It's going to be a bad game. Let's go to the next game, which should be a good game because this is a retribution game. We've got the New England Patriots visiting the LA Chargers. Now, if you remember last year, Bill Belichick, when he faced Forty five nothing. Fifty five to nothing. Was it? I
0: thought it was forty five Fifty
1: five. Yeah, fifty five to nothing was that score in that game. Yeah. Um yeah. so when you have that, <laughs> and Bill Belichick, now you come back and you're like, You're tougher this year. You're Justin Herbert. Um, yeah, they don't forget that. Game. They don't forget that. The Chargers 4-2, and two, New England is now 3-4. and four. they got to win. Um, and we all know that, uh, you know, but also Bill Belichick, when he went off, he loves Justin Herbert. Like, you could hear him talking about it. It's like, oh, I wish we had him. Um, well,
0: maybe he shouldn't have won all those Super Bowls. He shouldn't have.
1: Maybe he would have had a chance at yeah. it. So this will be an interesting game. Uh, as the Chargers favored by four points in this one, Patriots coming off of an emotional, massive win. Do the Patriots have a yeah. chance?
0: It's hard for me to... Like, yeah, Mac Jones played great the last couple games. Uh, he played great against the Jets mm-hmm. when they won 50. I, I just can't take that as um, this definitive statement game. I think this will be one. I actually think the Patriots are going to win this. I think it's going to be a bit of an upset. I just think they can run it on... on everyone can run it on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Damian Harrison's look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mac Jones, if he can use the play action, has been really good at hitting. Hunter uh, Henry has been good. The D, again, this is just one of those things. That, you know, Mike Williams is a bit banged up. Keep, they're taking Allen out. It's again. I just think the Chargers, the Patriots are just going to have that where they going to have to win this game to stay in the division. So I'm going to go with a little bit of an upset. I'm cheering for the Chargers, but I'm going to go with the Patriots to win um, twenty-four to twenty-three. A very close one. You, I've got some Bill Belichick love still
1: going on in that EFC East. I do not have faith in, in them. I think it is a retribution game. The hometown Chargers or Well, LA. yeah,
0: there's probably going to be more Pat fans <laughs> probably. in LA, I bet.
1: But I still think that LA has got that, you know, they're going to have that uh, sort of chip on their shoulder. The other thing is that Patriots haven't really faced a pass rush like the Chargers have. And I think this pass rush is going to be really intense. I don't think Mac Jones, I think he's going to make some mistakes in this one. The only way is to get the running game going, as you say, but I don't know. I, I think the Chargers win this one. i got the Chargers to win it all over them, 33-24. Uh, uh, moving on to another battle, a divisional battle, as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visit New Orleans Saints. New Orleans coming off of the win is 4.5 points, considering how much they were favored by the Bears. 4.5 points over the Saints' fair. Eight twenty-five is a kickoff, that's right. It's a late game, 8-25. half points is the over-under Bucks, uh, Jameis Winston uh, visiting his, his own team. His own team. Will Jameis? What's he gonna
0: do? Oh my God! Listen, <clears throat> if Jameis had Michael Thomas, I'd be excited about this game. I think it could be really close. They're just receivers are horrific. Like all the talk in the offseason, where the preseason was Marquez Callaway, like had those catches. He's done nothing. Like they, all they can do, and nobody can run it on the Bucks. So they're gonna have to just constantly dump it. To, to Kamara. and that's what they're going to focus on stopping. Let Winston beat you, make mm-hmm. him into those turnovers. Tampa Bay can be passed on definitely because they're hurt in the backfield. But I just think the way Tom Brady's playing, he, he's going to want to, he's going to remember the beatdown they put on him last year. It was like thirty-five to three or something yeah. like that. It was just an absolute shit kicking. But the Saints do play him well. I think this is going to be a close game. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to take the Saints to cover. I think it'll be a close game, but a field goal game. Um, and I'm going to go... 20... No, he's going to score 30. 30 to 27 for the Bucks. Having some faith in the Saints
1: if they come marching in. I don't have any faith in the Saints to come marching in. Only because one of the things I've noticed, and you probably noticed, is the Buccaneers in the second half are just savage. They're mean in a way. They just keep piling on the points. I see them piling on the points here. I just can't see... You know, Gronk is supposed to be back in this one. So that's going to be two touchdowns, probably. Um, and, you know, looking at how Jameis was, even against just playing, I just can't see him. They're not very good against the run. So I, I can see Fournette having a good game. So I've got, actually, Tampa Bay to win this one, 35-23. to Moving on to another disappointing game. Uh, two teams that had some big D, but two teams who've also been sort of falling apart as they fall from the sky. Uh, <clears throat> we got the two and 5 Washington football team. <clears throat> visiting the three and four Denver Broncos at home. Teddy, uh, struggling here. Washington, also, uh, the emails are Ugh, the least this of their is worries. An ugly, game. ugly game, uh, in Denver. Jerry Judy's gonna be back, so that's always a good thing. for...
0: That's good. That's uh, actually gonna be bad. That's gonna sway my opinion, I think. I, well, I the thing is, I can't pick Washington. I think going into Denver is just a really hard place to play for quarterbacks. Heineke is just just been what he is you know it's Mm -hmm. uh, undrafted or seventh round drafted quarterback he's not the answer again with denver they just don't again they have Cortland inside they have the weapons they just need the quarterback Mm i think that's just the piece they're missing i think they know that i think they're gonna go hard for a quarterback in the offseason rogers yeah yeah rogers maybe even someone else it depends on who wants maybe they'll jump into deshaun Mm -hmm. watson sweepstakes um but I'm going to go with Denver to win this. I think just I just don't believe in Washington. I think they're a bad football team. Um, at least Denver has the good defense that are going to be able to stop them. So they're going to win this, uh, 27 to 20.
1: I got Denver to win mostly because it's at home. I mean Washington is is exhausted itself. You know you go from you know you've got Heineke. You sort of wonder when Fitz is going to happen. You know Gibson who's been playing lights out uh, on injured shins and McKissick. I can actually see Gibson actually having a good game in fantasy in this one, because um, Denver has really sort of struggled against the run. But I, I do have Denver winning this one. I do have them covering it. Uh, I've got a twenty-eight to twenty-three, a five-point win. Again, ugly kind of game. We move on to our Sunday night game. Technically, it's at twelve twenty a.m. Not one twenty a.m. Everyone. No, twelve twenty a.m. Somehow. It is sort of watchable. Dallas Cowboys visiting the Minnesota Vikings, in would actually will be, I think, a high-scoring. Fun game, Minnesota, when they play against the right team, can put up a lot of points. And even as a guy in the NFC North, I think of them sometimes even bet more talent on their squad uh, than the pack. Dallas Cowboys, uninjured, playing lights out. And as someone who's... Well, Dak's
0: a bit... There's questions Dak. of Dak. And I think that's what's going to sway me on this. Because I was going to go Dallas. I think everyone's just so... Like, Treyon Diggs has been playing so good. Yeah. Dallas is just due for this game. I think in Minnesota, it's going to be tough. I think... Dak feeling a bit hurt they're going to be able to get get to him and make it h- harder for him I think Zeke's been playing great I just feel like you know everyone's like Dallas is an unstoppable force on offense and I think Minnesota can match them yeah. I, I really think they can if they can get it right this is unfortunately it's it's Kirk Cousins in prime time yeah. which which does worry me but he has broken that streak I'm going to go with the Vikings on the upset here um I think Dallas is a good team, but this is the Dak injury. Just I feel like that's a quad injury is really bad for a quarterback yeah. um, pushing off and stuff like that. So I'm gonna go with Minnesota to win this. It is shootout though, uh, 35 to 33. That's
1: close. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, there's a few things. I think this is gonna be a big running game because both these teams suck against the run, and um, and so you're gonna have Dalvin Cook going against Zeke. You know they both can't stop it. Uh, gonna be high scoring you look at the amount of talent that Minnesota has when you look at the running backs aside from cook but you look at the backups you know that they have as well and you there's so much talent on this team and you wonder why the hell it's, they're sort of up and down so it's one of these things you can see them doing really well some games and sucking but in this game i think it's just dallas dallas is just playing too good i've got dallas to win 31 to 26 high scoring exciting fun game stay up late i won't be able to <laughs> it's our last game, it's our Monday game, because uh, the bye games this week, we got Baltimore and Vegas on a bye. It's the New York Giants, um, who are 2-5 and five versus Kansas City 3-4. and four. If you'd have told people at the start of the season Kansas City would be 3-4 and four by Week 7, they'd think you're crazy. But Kansas City is favored by 9.5 points in this one. Um, how far can Kansas City fall? How bad can they go? Apparently, those no look passes—you do need to look. You got to
0: look somewhere for them. Yeah, it's been um, it's been ugly. They, in their defense, they've had the hardest schedule of the first seven games. Every game has been pretty much a, a contender. So yeah. they have faced a, a brutal gauntlet, um, but they have been bad. They can't stop anyone. Um, I think this is the perfect rest- remedy game to get it going. Um, I think. Mahomes is just hearing it all. Like has people figured him out. And I think he wants yeah. to have that classic Kelsey Hill big game. The Giants are just they're just done. I just I don't want really to have any faith in Bar. Again, this is the problem you try to build your team around a running back who is now no going to be like. Can this guy stay healthy? And he's not coming back anytime soon. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this. And Mahomes is pissed. <laughs> I think everyone in Kansas City is pissed. They're home. Thirty uh, eight. 38- to 24. I'm going to go. Just a beat down.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Giants can't get anything right. <clears throat> the running game. I mean, the defense is okay sometimes. That's the only thing they really got. But the Chiefs, just free fall. Their defense is horrible. Just yeah, bad. Right. It's just bad. bad. Like It's one thing. It used to be because Mahomes could, you know, he gets scored on. Mahomes comes back, scores twice, you know. And now you're just like... Man. Yeah, there's that, yeah. that You get scored on Mahomes, throws the ball to the it, other guy. It
0: used to feel like no matter how far they were behind, they could yeah. turn it around. They could come and, and it It doesn't feel it back. that way. It just feels like I, I can't bet them anymore until no. I see them do but it. But in
1: terms of this, yeah, I think at home, the fans, and knowing that this is a get-right game, knowing that you should be able to step on the throat of the Giants to feel better about yourselves and move up, I've got them to win it by 12. I've got 35-23 to 23 for the Chiefs. High-scoring affair. But again, it's uh, it's going to be on at 12.15 if you want to stay up late on Monday. What are you doing? Why not? <laughs> uh, that's it for all the games, everyone. That's it for Week 8 predictions. Uh, make sure you join our DraftKings. We've got an NFL and London League. And, of course, join a sports bar and grill, Old Street, right near Old Street Station. Open till 12.30 Monday morning. You can watch all the games there. Grab a tube home. Also, sports bar and grill. Clap them open till 11 p.m. But, of course, the games start earlier. So, you, of course, you can catch them a little earlier. And then don't forget the Princess Alex in Crouch as well. Thanks a lot for listening. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, the websites for Wade and Ryan. Good luck to everyone in Week 8.